Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Okay, we're moving on in Perkei Avot over here. We're going to learn today Perk Aleph Mishnah Bet. Now we learned yesterday in the first parak that there was a group of people who were called the Ansheik Neset Hagdola. Now these people, as we explained yesterday, it wasn't really one group of rabbis as much as generations of rabbis. It means it spanned from the end of Bayit Rishon through Bayit Sheni, even the beginning of Bayit Sheni. The Mishnayer tells us that the last of those rabbis that was part of that group of people called the Anshei Knesset Hagdola, his name was Shimon HaTzadik. Shimon HaTzadik was the, left, the last of those people. And Shimon HaTzadik, the Bartanura, Rabbi Bartanura tells us that he was a Kohen Gadol following Ezra. Who was Ezra? Ezra was the Jew. If you remember when we learned Masechet Rosh Hashanah, we learned this. He was the one who took the Jews back from Persia. He's after the Purim story, which he basically brought them back to rebuild the Beit HaMikdash, to restart Jewish life in Israel. He was in Israel and he went back? He brought the Jews back. He was the leader bringing the Jews back to Israel, exactly. So the Kohen Gadol after Ezra was Shimon HaTzadik. So he was the last of the Anshei Knesset HaGdola. He was also the Kohen Gadol at the time after Ezra. And I saw Chabad.org says, which makes sense, is that he was the end of the prophet, the period of prophecy. It means just before Shimon HaTzadik, it was the end of Nevi'ut, the end of prophecy. Chagi, Zechariah, Malachi, those were the final prophets. It was just the end of that, which is really now we're holding in Bayit Sheni, the second temple. Oh, so from that time it's no more prophecy. No more prophecy, no more Nevi'in. This was now the period of Tanaim. This was now the period of those people who are listed in Mishnayot. They taught Mishnayot right before the Zugot, which we'll speak about later in later Mishnayot. So this is a very significant point in history where Shimon HaTzadik exists. It's the end of certain periods and the beginning of other periods, the, end, the period of Tanaim, etc. Another interesting note just about this fellow is there's a famous story in the Gemara with Shimon HaTzadik and Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great was the great general who was conquering large areas of uh, the whole world, etc. Mm-hmm. And it, when he came to Yerushalayim, there's different versions of the story. When he came to Yerushalayim, he got off of his horse and he bowed down to Shimon HaTzadik. He gave him kavod, the Gemara tells us. And he said is that he always has a dream before war. And this guy, Shimon HaTzadik, appears to him telling him he will be victorious. That's a story. Uh, he had certain intentions of negativity towards the Jews, but he saw Shimon HaTzadik as the Kohen Gadol with all of his levush and everything. Yeah. They made a pact. He's not going to bother the Jews. And Shimon HaTzadik said to him that all the Jewish boys that will be born, either the, Jew, the Kohen boys or the Jewish boys in general, will be named Alexander. It's a very interesting thing. And the reason today we have Alexander, which is a Jewish name today, yeah. is from that generation. They adopted... Oh. The name Alexander, one of the guys who comes to our class, is named Alex. Yeah, yeah. Alexander. Yeah. It became part of our culture from that from that storyline. They named Jewish boy, and then the grandkids and the grandkids or whatever, yeah, but yeah. 
Point is, that's another interesting tidbit about this Shimonat Tzadik. So he was the Kohen Gadol, he was the beginning of the Tanaim, and he was also the end of the Anshei Knesset HaGdola. Alexander was uh, that guy that was in Jewish... He was a, he was a general, yeah. yeah. Alexander Mokton, he was the Alexander the Great, he conquered... So Mok- under his name, basically... A lot of Jews started to call them, exactly, their babies that for that I generation, see. babies born, the year... It's not necessarily Jewish. Yeah. You've got him named Alex also, but you do find many Jews are named Alexander mm-hmm. because of that because of that story. Come in, come in. Because of that story. Joseph. Come. So anyways, that's that's just an interesting Joseph, tidbit also. Joseph, you could you could come late. It's okay, come, come, sit, sit. We're middle. So now in this Mishnah, Shimon HaTzadik was the end of the period of the Anshek Neset HaGdola. He teaches the following. Maybe one of the most famous Mishnayot in the entire Masechta. So let's see. Shimon HaTzadik Hayam Mishyarei Knesset HaGdola. So Shimon HaTzadik was the end of the Anshek Neset HaGdola. He was the end of the men of the Great Assembly. We spoke yesterday why they were called that. And he said the following. So this is what he taught and embodied for his generation. What did he teach? So literally it means on three things the world stands. It's on the Torah. And on service. And on deeds of kindness. Okay, now, there's a lot of discussion here what this Mishnah simply means. Mm-hmm. Some, some Shittot learn, as the Kahati brings down, what does it mean that the world stands on these three things? So some shittah told it means the world was created for the fulfillment of these things. Okay. Meaning Hashem created the world so that there could be Torah, Avodah, and Milut Chasadim. That's how important they are. Well, maybe they're not, without these they won't be... Others learn like that, exactly. That if these things didn't happen, we didn't have learning of Torah, we didn't have Avodah, we didn't have Milut Chasadim, the world wouldn't last. Yeah. means they're necessary for the continuum of reality. And the Kahati is beautiful. He brings down over here different Ma'amare Chazal, different uh, things that Chazal say that highlight that shot. So in terms of Torah, Chazal tell us in Nidarim, Without the Torah, heaven and earth would not exist. When I was in yeshiva, they always used to say, if for one minute there's no Jew learning Torah in the world, everything is non-existent. Nothing exists, exactly. Meaning that the value of Torah is, is immeasurable. It's so valuable, and it's what keeps the world going. That's why I say, mm-hmm. Somebody once told me that's why, or whatever, that's different one of the reasons God created different time zones. Exactly. Is that there's always going to be a Jew, a Jew in China or a Jew in, uh, you know, somewhere else learning yeah. Torah. What yeah, do you want to say? That would be they have to live in the exile because they're going to be always be chutzpah. Right? right here? Right here? So at some point, it's that's going true, to be you're all-nighters right. in Israel. So, so, you should know, there are certain kolim that are called kolel chatzot. Is that they learn oh, throughout the night. There are kolalim like that. They learn the night hours. It's like the night shift in a company. That's in a, in, a, in a warehouse or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Torah. Beautiful. Avodah. Now, there are three. I saw brought down three opinions. What is the avodah that we're talking about? So the simple shot in avodah is, as the Kahati brings over here, when the temple stood, we had korbanot. We had avodah ta korbanot, which meant... 
We brought sacrifices, and sacrifices had tremendous value. We learned, actually, we've mentioned this That's a few times. That's the world stands. Gemara in Megillah, Gemara in Tanit, we learned it, is that Moshe Rabbeinu had this conversation, Avram Avinu, excuse me, had this conversation with Hashem, where he said, Hashem said, don't worry, I'm not going to destroy the Jewish people because of Korbanot. So Abraham Avinu said, okay, but what about when there's no temple and there's no Korbanot? So Hashem says back, parim What does that mean? Is that the saying, like tefillah, is like bringing Korbanot, which is great value. Not the tefillah, when you say the Korbanot, but that's, it's, it's, this is true, but on top of that, it's also true is that it correlates to the main korbanot. Shacharit is in place of the korban tamid. Mincha is in place of the korban tamid of the afternoon, etc. So the point is, is that the simple pshat here is, when it says that the world stands because of avodah, it means that we have tefillah, prayer, prayer today, it keeps the world going like the korbanot that it replaced. Now that's if we understand avodah means tefillah. But the Kahati brings down over here two more explanations. Oh, we'll get there soon. We'll get there soon. The Kahati brings down two more explanations. Very interesting in Avodah. The other explanation he says is Avodah means Kiyum Amitzvot Bichlal. The general fulfillment. It means service of Hashem. What do you mean service of Hashem? Fulfilling the mitzvot. That's what it means. It doesn't necessarily mean specifically prayer, just the general fulfillment of mitzvot. The, The world continues because of that. Third explanation, this is fascinating. He says, it actually means work. Avodah means work. Work. Go to work. Kegon, for example, charisha, plowing, zriyah, planting, kitzira, harvesting, all of the steps. And he says beautifully, he says like this, because through work, through that, it's service, it's work, a person becomes a shutaf la'kadosh baruchu b'ma'asev reshit. If you go and do work, Work. I'm talking about not davening yeah. now. Work. And you do it properly with the right intention and the right focus. You become a partner with God because He created the world and you are using it in the appropriate yeah. way to serve Hashem. So avodah keeps the world going. It's very literal. Mm-hmm. Is that you work the soil, you harvest the crops, you eat it, you make a bracha, you do all the things you need to do. You are a partner with Hashem. So you're keeping the world going. Right. That's another third shot in avodah. Nice. It's beautiful. Now let's move on to Gmilut Chasadim. Gmilut Chasadim, Yosef, you're here, so you don't need me to t- tell you, but the Kahati explains beautiful idea with Gmilut Chasadim. He says like this, you know, if you have wealthy people, rich people, so somebody comes to them and asks for money, right? So they can give money. Somebody comes to someone who's not so wealthy, they can't necessarily give money. And yet, we find Gmilut Chasadim is even more significant than money. Why is it even more significant? Because it's true, money you could give but then all of you have done is helped him financially. Milut chasadim is something you could do even without giving money. When somebody needs help, you go physically with your body. It's more of an involvement, more of a dedication. And therefore, Gmilut chasadim, the world stands on that. You go and make a Friday night meal. Right? These things, these are Gmilut chasadim. They also keep the world going. It's another, one of the ideas also... Kimilut chasadim is in a certain way even greater than tzedakah, not to diminish tzedakah, tzedakah is very valuable. But in a certain way, Kimilut chasadim even holds more of a valuable position than, uh, than tzedakah. Now, the last point that Kahati says, and then I'll get to another idea, which you just mentioned, actually. 
is that he says, because Shimon HaTzadik was the end of the Anshei Knesset HaGdola, he said these three things which correlate to the three statements that was said yesterday by the Anshei Knesset HaGdola. So let's go through them. He says like this, the Anshei Knesset HaGdola said three things yesterday that uh, the Shoftim, the judges, have to be careful about. So today, Shimon HaTzadik says, the world stands on Torah. What does that refer to what we learned yesterday? We learned yesterday that a Rebbe, a teacher, has to be careful that when he teaches Torah, he doesn't just focus on the elite students, but he focuses on the weaker Everybody, students yeah. as well. They also deserve to learn. So in regards to that, Shimon HaTzadik concretized that and said, you see how important Torah is, i.e., it's a reference back. Teach yeah. Torah even to those that are not so not so strong. Regarding Avodah, we learned yesterday, which is fulfilling the mitzvot. Let's go with that explanation. Yesterday, the Anshik Neset taught us, Asu Siagla Torah, make fences for the Torah. What does it mean? Is when you're dealing with your performance of mitzvot, you have to be careful. You learned yesterday. If there's something that you could stumble easily and mess up and do isurim da'oraita, the chachamim are supposed to make boundaries. So that's in terms of the fulfillment of mitzvot. That's the avodah, the service, the fulfillment of mitzvot. Asusiyagla Torah, make boundaries so that you don't end up stumbling in isurim da'oraita. And corresponding to gemilut chasadim, yesterday the Anshik Neset taught us, havu metunim badin. You should be... Calm, patient, deliberate, don't judge so quickly. So that's because why? Because if there's a situation that appears in front of a judge and they have the capacity to either jump and say, this is, this is the law, this is the reality, but they step back and they analyze it properly so that they meet out proper judgment, so then the fellow that was robbed He's, it's made up. And the fellow that robbed, the one that stole, he's the one that gets punished. So that's milut chasadim, because what you end up doing properly is the, right the guy gets the justified. There's justice that's meted out. So Shimonat Sadiq is really telling us the conclusion of yesterday's teaching. These are the three things the world stands on. Now the final idea that I want to just say on this Mishnah, which Yosef really just mentioned. And this idea I've heard many times. It's a beautiful idea. Everything in reality exists in regards to one of three relationships. What do I mean by that? Everything in reality exists either ben adam between man and his friend, or between man and Hashem, ben adam lamakom, or ben adam laatzmo, between man and himself. And these three things, Shimon HaTzadik tells us, how do you perfect these three relationships and come to a sense of shlemut? of hashlama, of completion. How do you do that? Through these three things. So let's go through them. Well, let's leave Latzmo out because that's the one that's the most chidush. Avodah, when you're serving Hashem. So if you go with that, you're serving God, either tefillah, mitzvah, whatever those... Who is that? Ben Adam Lamakom. That's perfecting the yeah. relationship between us and Hashem. When you pray, when you do mitzvot, that's how you perfect your relationship with Hashem and you reach the concept of shleimut, of completion between you and God. Beautiful. Milut chasadim. Also, kind deeds. That clearly relates to ben adam lechaveiro. Yeah. That relates to your relationship with other people. How do you reach a shleimut of that? Do chesed. Yeah. Do bikur cholim. Uh, visit the sick. Achnasat orchim. Have guests. Make Friday night meals. That's how you reach like, shleimut. Like you, yeah, like you teach us the other day, when you give somebody something, 
It's not the, the, pers the person that get it, it doesn't love you because you get it. Yeah. Because you love you, him because you, you gave love him. him, you give him, Beautiful. and he feels the love. That's right. That's how he loves. That's right. That's I right. Love that. That's milut chasadim. Yeah. But the last one, this is the most interesting I find. Torah, learning Torah corresponds to ben adam laatzmo. So how does that work? You learn Torah, it's do good things for you. No, no, it's you not, become it's, smart. You, uh, it's naim. It's for yourself. It's like. So what does it mean? So what? You. You get, you be smart and and, and your life going to be much better and calm and relaxed and good for yourself. It's not you know. Okay, I hear that. What do you say, Yosef? It, it's the enjoyment of Torah that you get. This unbelievable passion of, of studying it and the joy and the love of learning this greatness. It's true. This is true. That's that's how you. It's for yourself. You you you. You improve yourself, your thoughts, your ideas by learning the Torah. But it's and that, but Milas Chasadim and and serving Hashem are different. They're obviously distinctively different. So let me tell you, let me tell you what I think the pshat is. I think I agree with what you're yeah. saying. When you learn Torah, there is an enjoyment that's your it's personal enjoyment. There's a perfection that's going on also as you learn, right? It, it teaches you how to perfect yourself. Bin Adam Latzmo. That's all true. But I want to add on another layer as well. When you learn Torah, it also gives you clarity to understand yourself more. That's, that's really Ben Adam Latzmo. When I learn Torah, so it teaches me more about myself so I can work on myself and develop myself, which is Ben Adam Latzmo. And where does that come from? So I'm going to say a little chidush over here. Well, we, and actually, Shavuot, we mentioned this idea. I believe it's a Zohar. Maybe a Medrash or a Zohar, I don't remember. But Chazal teach that Hashem istakel ba'oraita ubara alma. Now, what does that mean? That when Hashem created the world, He gazed at the Torah and He created the world, which means the Torah is a blueprint of the world. Mm -hmm. And therefore, we understood is that somebody that can extrapolate backwards, like Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, can look at Bria and understand what the Torah requires of them. That's what we spoke in Shavuot night. Remember, we learned that is that yeah. if you really understand how to analyze Bria, the reality of things, you could actually know what Torah really says because Torah is the blueprint of the world. Mm -hmm. But now let's go the other way. If I learn Torah properly, so what I'm supposed to be tapping into is reality. Because really what I'm, when I'm learning Torah, this is the blueprint of reality. Oh, yeah. So everything in reality, every phenomena, every animal, every mountain, it all exists somewhere in the Torah because the Torah was the blueprint to create all of reality. Mm -hmm. So therefore, when I learn Torah, I'm really getting in touch with reality. reality. Once I'm in touch with reality, I can work on myself. Yeah. If you're not in touch with reality, you don't understand what you are, what other people are, what anything yeah. is, it's very yeah, difficult to perfect yourself. Yeah. But if Torah really gives me the clarity of what is reality, so then I can work on myself. And that's how it perfects the relationship of Ben Adam Latzma. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the second really Mishnah. Nice. Really Mishnah nice. Bet. Yeah. And uh, we'll stop here. Bezat Hashem will pick up tomorrow with Mishnah. Amen. Oh, Everybody have a wonderful day.